Welcome to the Awakening Podcast, where we have uh, truth tellers and not whistleblowers, where we have facts and not conspiracy theorists, and we have a podcast with solutions. My guest today is a nice friend of mine from Italy, and he's, uh, he's the CEO and founder of the Regen Future Capital. His future companies is a serial entrepreneur of investment um, in renewables. Please welcome Ricardo Segat. Thank you, Roy, for inviting me. So first, I'd like to discuss, you speak four languages. Well, uh, yes, I, I think at a different level, but uh, originally I'm Italian. That's my mother tongue. And then uh, English, French, and Spanish. Um, probably my Spanish not as, uh, as good as my English and my French. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like languages. I like... Um, being able to connect with people locally in their own language. Um, I wish I could speak more, but uh, I think that's, uh, that's good enough for, for today. <laughs> and have they helped you in your business, the fact that you're able to connect with people with the different languages? Yeah, I think uh, enormously because being Italian, being, and, you know, have the, you know, wanting to really do business internationally, we have to, uh, you know, learn English. I, I learned French um, first because I had some family that was from, uh, you know, Belgium. And so I, I learned that and then I learned in school. And, um, you know, Sp Spanish was very similar. Uh, my sister was living in Spain and I used to go and see her. And that's how I, I learned my, uh, you know, my Spanish. So, um, yeah, no, they, they're very, very useful. And... Um, and uh, very important to connect with people uh, in, the, in their local language or at least with a language that is international. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do business internationally without uh, at least English. Very good. And like, I mean, you've sold some companies, some big companies, but you've always kind of been in the renewable energy and sustain. You might tell us about some of the companies and how you got involved and grew them. Yeah, I, I first started with the 10 years of corporate experience in, you know, in different companies. Most of them were Americans. Um, uh, you know, I started Merrill Lynch and then G Capital. Um, and then I worked for, uh, you know, uh, private equity funds in London, uh, Compass Partners and uh, Henderson Global Investors. And um, uh, Anderson was a subsidiary of AMP, the large uh, Australian uh, insurance company. And, um, you know, to be able to do business at that level, um, I had to, you know, I had to learn, you know, English. And, and then I would say after 10 years of corporate experience, I really wanted to throw myself into the entrepreneurial world. I wanted to try to do, you know, at the beginning, I, I said I prefer to do something small, but something where I have an impact to something that I can feel like I'm, I'm building, you know, um, I'm building a business for, you know, for, for myself. And, um, and then, you know, I basically put into practice what I learned into these, uh, you know, big, you know, big companies. And um, I basically built and sold for businesses uh, in some I was more involved than in others but it was in you know sort of different sectors from industrial filtration to wastewater to wind development um, and the last one was Ampio Solar um, which was a, um, a local developer in Italy 
of uh, solar energy plant that I basically took as a starting point to build a completely new concept, to move from a linear concept to a circular um, business. And um, which is really <clears throat> what is needed, I believe, to find a solution for climate change. And I can expand a little bit more later if you want. No, of course, definitely. Yeah, I like that. And like with the solar, you, you grew the solar business fairly big yet? Yeah, I um, we, we initially started as a, a local developer in Italy. Then we wanted to leverage the experience of the team into uh, an international platform. So as we change also the format <clears throat> of our business from a regional developer into a developer of climate change solutions, um, we, uh, we basically um, ramped up the development pipeline. We changed focus in areas where it was possible to really build um, pipelines of solar plants that were uh, scalable. So we are now present in uh, Brazil and Denmark. In Brazil, we have six gigawatt of uh, plants in development and in Denmark um, in excess of one gigawatt of, uh, of plants. So um, I would say this is just a starting point because as part of the solution that we are proposing, we want to invest half of those dividends into regenerating natural resources, natural capital. And so half of the dividends of these plants will go into uh, regeneration of our soil, forests, and oceans. And, um, you know, the remaining half will basically create new areas, new business. We call this an investment loop. It's one ecosystem helping the other, and they all work together. Um, and um, really on a connected basis, because really that's how nature think. And if you want to resolve this problem, we need to start from a rethinking process. And the rethinking process is to really try to mirror what nature does. And uh, we need to move away from linear businesses and we need to move on um, businesses that are, uh, you know, more circular, you know? And we say that our investment loop is a, is a transition to a circular economy, which at the moment looks really far but can be achieved by transitioning through an investment loop, you know? And again, it's, a, it's an ecosystem that has got a good, strong financial and total return that has invested part of the money into an ecosystem, which is uh, really an ecosystem that most of the time is in our natural capital. And natural capital, again, are forests, soils, and ocean. And, um, you know, to really help the regeneration of that ecosystem. And, you know, to us, you know, we are happy with a, a lower return um, in, in, in the first loop. And then we, we give back to our, to nature. It's a way to give back to nature effectively mm -hmm. that would allow us to, to recreate a balance, you know, an harmony between humanity and nature. And, um, and I think that, that is what we're trying to do is to recreate that region future capital is not a linear business it's a circular business it's a non-for-profit and limited by share based in the uk and and it creates a, a closed uh, you know a closed loop and uh, and so all the money that goes into region future capital is invested into solar is invested into 
regeneration and uh, in emerging technologies as well. And it basically creates, um, it creates almost like a new little world. You know, it's a, it's a new business, um, circular business. And that's really what we're trying to, you know, to achieve. And solar is part of this. Solar is definitely part of this. Excellent. No, no, I mean, that's, uh, that's something that the world needs. And I, like, are you facing competition or is there anybody that's attacking you from what you're trying to do because it's kind of against current models? Well, it's not really against current model. It, 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 it sort of, um, it takes current models and it links them together, creating a circle. Yeah. So frankly, I don't see much of a competition at the moment. And in, in our, let's say, region world, we, we don't see competition, we see collaboration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of the day, I think what we all want, right, is for this planet to, 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 to for humanity to, to thrive and, and to, you know, to survive, um, you know, in harmony with nature. And, uh, you know, that is really what we need to accomplish more than making money, right? Because what's the point in making money if there is no planet, if there is, if there is no, you know, if there is no um, future for humanity, you know? And uh, so I think what we really seek is to create that harmony. And making money is a secondary um, thought, um, you know, and clearly, of course, all, all these technologies that we are rolling out, they will all make money. And, um, but, but it's um, making money is basically the result of an intent, you know, of an initial intent that is to create the harmony. And, um, and it's not the objective. Yeah, it's not, we want to maximize the buck because, because I want to take it home. And, you know, if I wanted to do that, then I would run, I would have region future capital just as a limited company and whatever dividends or equity value I would take for me and maybe a few of the, you, you know, colleagues that are helping me building this. But that's not the case. I mean, it's a closed loop where the income and the profits are basically going to the benefits of everybody that is part of the system. Yeah. And, and, and so this is why we quote, we say that we are working really for people, planet and profit and, and profit is one element and people and planet are also as important as profit. And so, you know, we, uh, we need to remember that we need to maximize a multidimensional return, not just a financial return. And, um, when, when we do that, then, then we achieve balance. We, we achieve harmony. And you've raised why. a lot as well, yeah. You've well, we are we are in the process, you know. As you said, it's a new concept, <laughs> so we uh, it has been a bit of a struggle on the way. I had to sell everything I had to put, uh, you know, including my electric scooter and <laughs> and um, my watches and you know all the bits that I had to to really try to you know it's a dream you know it's one of those things, and so I said you know it's not a we're not trying to create a new Microsoft or, or, or a new Amazon. We're trying to create a new system, a different paradigm. And, and so, uh, you know, like every dreamer, you, you just go and, and, and put everything you have into what you believe in, right? Yeah. And that this is the pure definition of an entrepreneur. You've got a dream, you've got a vision, you put everything you have in it. 
you've got plenty of examples, you know, out there of people that have done that. I'm not the only one. And, um, and you know, so, um, yeah, I, I, you know, we'll, we'll see. And we are just about now in, in the process of signing a, um, you know, an agreement that will generate a trading profit that will allow us to start scaling up these, um, you know, these um, uh, new concept. And um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. And uh, I, I hope that that will come true because if that happens, uh, clearly we can really start ramping up and in bringing you know region region future capital to to the world and um and uh, you know as i said whatever profit or money i'm making i'm leaving it in i will take a compensation as a director but you know for me it's more important to leave a legacy for future generation so it's almost like i'm you know whatever profit i'm making will stay into the system and it's a gift to future generation it's a gift to the youngsters. It's a gift to my kids. It's a you know, and 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 it's a you know, it's something that will give me fulfillment. In the past, I had money, but that didn't really give me fulfillment. The opposite mm-hmm. it left me pretty empty. You know, you know my story. I went through also you know addiction and and all of that. But it was all these evolution, all these change, all these breakdown that brought me through the you know, really brought me to the breakthrough. They really made me see the light that you see on the back of my shoulders to, um, yeah, to find something new, right? But I mean, that's something to get up in the morning. You know, I think you bounce out of bed with, with, with a mission I'm, like I'm, that. I'm super excited. I may see a and then, you know, she always needs to keep me down. You know, <laughs> yeah. Ricardo, you're doing too much, you know? But it's exciting, yeah. It's exciting. I, I, it's, you know, it's my purpose. It's really what I, what I mean. I, I really discover my purpose through all this process, and uh, and uh, and I, uh, you know, I'm very, um, yeah, I'm just very excited every day as I get up, and you know, and joyful, and you know, my personal life and my business life is they're now coming together. You know, I leave my purpose, and when you do that, business and personal, they align. They are the same. You know, the day goes like this, and you don't realize it. And and of course, we all go through the struggle of every day's life. You know, I mean, some days are easier, some days are not as easy, and they're difficult. Um, but that's life, and and it's normal. And um, so. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very excited. I am really hoping that, um, uh, you, you know, we will we'll be given the chance, uh, you know, over the next few months to, to, to start rolling this out. And uh, Very huge and, projects. I mean, people don't realize, did you say six gigawatt? Yeah, I mean... I mean, maybe you can explain because a lot of people wouldn't even realize, you know, some people might think that just runs a house, but six gigawatt is massive. Yeah, six, six gigawatt is a lot. I agree with you, but it's also a lot what we need to accomplish. Yeah. Mm. So we need to be consistent with that. And, uh, and so we, we, we need, we, we, we don't have to be shy, you know, numbers is just, just a series of zeros where at some point there is another digit, you know, and it's energy and, and we just need a lot of energy to, to sort out you know, what has been done over the last, you know, uh, 60, 50, 60 years, you know, years and, 
you know, probably since the Industrial Revolution, I would say. And, yeah. um, you know, the damage has been big and we need to, to sort it out. So, so I think uh, this is why we need big projects. We need a lot of income. We need a lot of dividends. And, um, and so, so, you know, we need to be consistent with, uh, with our mission. And as a result, we need to scale up. Yeah, and six gigawatt in Brazil, you know, just to give you an idea, the cost would be 4.5 billion euros approximately. So we're going to try to raise a mix of, you know, debt and equity to to really bring these, you know, to construction and operation. That will probably give us around 300 million. Half of that we will invest for 30 years into the Amazon. And so, again, it's another 4.5 billion of money that will go into the Amazon, you know, and... Again, this is another thing is, you know, the carbon credit industry at the moment is not where it's supposed to be. You know, it's not making money really. It's not efficient. It's not transparent. It's not, it's not a lot of things, but we don't care. I mean, we, we're just going to do You might it. explain that to the audience, that what the carbon credit is. Carbon credit basically is a, a, an instrument that um, f- fundamentally uh, identify one ton of CO2 that a tree or the soil is able to sequestrate. I'm just going to try to keep it simple. So when you're regenerating or protecting a forest, you have a possibility to calculate the amount of CO2 that that forest or that tree that you're planting is able to sequestrate. And so one ton of that is one carbon credit. And you've got different regimes that are in... Um, at the moment that are, um, you know, that have been put in place. However, some of these are not very clear. Uh, in some situations, some of the carbon credit, like in Brazil, cannot be sold abroad. So the liquidity is very low. Um, you know, I think overall there is a lack of um, transparency in that industry. And so what we're doing is we are putting together a, a platform that has a blockchain solution. And, and blockchain is a distributed ledger. It, it basically allows that transparency to really come to fruition. And, uh, and you know, with three different verification agents. And, and, and I think by providing that transparency, we eliminate all sort of intermediaries in the middle. And so we allow the final corporate to basically get the carbon credit straight from, you know, straight from the project owner. And so, you know, fundamentally uh, that, you know, so we are disintermediating that process. We are putting everything on a ledger, which will provide an automatic verification process, which gives credibility to that carbon credit that comes to existence. Right. So this is how we're going to create that, that comes. Um, yeah, it allows that carbon credit to be credible. And, and so so we're going to try to develop a number of different programs in different parts of the world. Brazil is one most likely on a voluntary basis. And um, and we're going to start, you know, putting that on this blockchain platform, this registry uh, that we are creating. Hopefully from the registry at some point there will be an exchange you know, and when the market is ready, when the market is more institutional, let's say. Um, but from the registry, we, 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 you know, the aim would be to try to create a, 
I don't know, the Amazon or the carbon credit, you know, a place where all corporates can go and, and, and pick different, different type of carbon credit, you know, knowing that they are safe, knowing that, you know, what they're buying is not, um, it's not dodgy, it's not, you know, it, it follows specific procedures and there is full transparency on what they can buy, you know, because... Um, but they're basically offsetting that from something that they're doing, the emissions they're doing, basically. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, they, that's how they can offset their emissions. And, um, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful instrument. I think that is a more valid instrument than a carbon tax, uh, you know, where, where the money goes to, to the government. And then, uh, unfortunately, you don't know exactly how that is. You know, governments have got different priorities. And... Look, I'm very sympathetic with that. I, I, I fully understand. But fundamentally, then, you know, money can be allocated to, you know, somewhere else. Um, I, I think carbon credits, it's a private instrument. You know, it, it's, it's, a, it's an instrument that use, the, you know, a market and, and, and between private operators. And I think what we simply need to do is to allow this market to take off. You know, to to basically build a mechanism, regardless a little bit of the legislation, but you know, you, you know, it's to basically start building it as the legislation will progressively evolve. You know, it's it's a little bit like um, yes, we are making a bet, but as we are as we are building it, then people will start seeing that this is the way, and as a result, they will progressively adapt also their legislation. You know, once you're leading the way, hopefully then you can get governments and countries and you know people to really say how can we get this better you know how can we make this work and um you know but if there is no force leading that way uh, this is a bit difficult right so so we're saying over the long term we believe that you know today's price is around 10 to 15 dollars you know the carbon credit market has to go up you, you know this is not really a full appreciation of um the damage the carbon is basically doing, you know, to our natural ecosystem, you know, it, it, the price will be much higher. And, and if you really account for, you know, everything. And, um, and so we believe that the price is probably more in the region of, I don't know, 50, 60, you know, some people are saying even higher, you know, I believe that the world bank, that's the kind of level that they, they sort of said in, in, um, uh, I think it was in an article that they, they, they sort of put out. Um, but I think, you know, different people can give you different opinion. The volatility of the price at the moment is really high, you, you know. And so it's a market that is at its inception, you know. It's, it needs somebody to really fuel it and allow it to grow, a bit like a flower, you know. It, it allows it to grow and bloom. And, and, and then... You know, that's that's when you're going to start getting momentum and, and that's when people, but we have to make a conscious, um, a conscious decision to really believe that this is going to happen, you know, and uh, which is a decision that an entrepreneur can do, but not an institutional fund. Yeah? So this is why we are trying to own as much as we can of our plants, of our technologies that are commercially um viable that we are rolling out because 
because we want to get as much money behind it of our own money. And then once the market is proven and we can show that this is working, then we can bring everybody else in, you know? But at that point, we will have a very interesting position, I believe. And, and I can uh, say with the crypto, because I, I think the crypto is the way forward right, with the traceability. But like if you have a crypto that's linked to the, the fiat currencies, the, the guys with the printing press can then just buy all the money and then they kind of control the system. Is there a way of keeping it out of that? Um, I just want to make sure I understand the question. You're talking about crypto together with the fiat or crypto? Yeah, like because, it, you know, you're, you're, you're going to have a crypto system for measuring this carbon print, right? But can do people, like say, invest only in the regen or can they actually buy this crypto? Okay. Yeah, so, so the, the carbon credit will be on a blockchain solution. Yeah, so, so they will be able to, to buy that and, and you, you, you will, uh, you know, it will go to offset the, you know, their, their emission. Uh, that these are the corporates. I mean, in, in terms of our system, we are putting in our own money, every profit that we make also on the trading side, because we're going to have a, a trading desk that will basically generate profit uh, from financial instruments, commodities, or, um, you know, electricity, you know, we, we, we are basically having a, car, a trading strategy and that trading strategy will generate profit that we were going to put into this. And again, we're going to leave it, you know, for the future. Now, we also specifically for the projects are going to bring in institutional investors on, on a linear basis. Yeah. So they will, they will get paid a coupon, they will get paid an interest or profit share or, you know, whatever they are. So people can participate at our projects, you know, individually, you know, or hopefully in the future, they will say, oh, we like to participate in this, maybe through a donation or through, you know, some kind of participation, and then they will underwrite some of the shares at the top of the company. Uh, you know, most likely it will be non-voting shares. We are going through the process of structuring that. But, you know, people can make money out of our system by simply investing in our projects. And, and, and you know, this is where we tend to bring in family offices or, you know, or um, pension plans, uh, banks. No, the pension, that's one that I would like. What's yeah, your pr predictions for, you know, your, your expectation? Because obviously there's a, a loop. So I presume the first part will be smaller. And then when it comes around, you'll have a bigger investment. Is that kind of how it Yeah, I, I think what we intend to do is to try to use this trading strategy to raise the equity, to really start building this system. And then, and then as this is built, and it gets de-risked, then we bring in the, 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 you know, the pension plans or the family offices. We're even thinking about raising a green bond, you know, potentially on our, on our plants. But I would say that the trading money will be used to really get this started, you know, get, get the ball rolling. And, um, and then, uh, you know, progressively we'll, we'll bring in, you know, and we structure a specific deal for a pipeline of projects for, you know, for every investors. So, um, you know, also every technology, every commercial technology has got a different risk level. So some people may like more solar, some people may like more uh, wind. Other people will prefer, you know, other people are more intrigued by the possibility of transforming, you know, plastic into fuel. We're looking also at hydrogen option. You know, the different technology have got different stage of maturity. So depending on the appetite and profile, we, we can basically propose, 
you know, a, uh, an investment program, an investment portfolio. And, and because we are a developer, we're not a fund, we have that flexibility, right? We have that flexibility of bringing in different investors of different profile in different plans. And that gives us a massive capability of leveraging off and, and really attracting a lot of capital. You know, this, this region that today is this big is going to become quite big, mm-hmm. you, you know, and I truly believe it, you, you know, because we allow, you know, with, 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 you know, with our, you know, uh, capabilities of structuring different deals for different people to, to basically gather a lot of capital around this system. And, um, and so, um, you know, clearly today is a bit difficult to see it because we are still very small, but I truly believe that this is going to become, I think, a big system. I, I wouldn't call it a big company, you know, a new big system. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and uh, you know, like a, you know, like a self-sustained economy. And, um, you know, because in this system, we'll take care of people, we'll take care of the planet, we'll take care, you know, there's a social element with it. You know, we are not just doing it for profit. Some of the things that we will do within the system don't have anything to see with profit. You know, when you invest in learning, when you invest in, um, you know, social programs to train people that are jobless to go back into the world, you know, or back into the active economy, you know, that, that's not for money, right? So, um, you, you know, it, it's, this is, this is what we, where we're here is, is, you know, the bit for the money, the bit that makes money will pay for the bit that doesn't make money. Uh, but we need to take care of that as well. We cannot just ignore that. You know, it's part of the same. It's all connected. And maybe one day we'll be able to quantify also that social part of it. You know, maybe create a social credit. I don't know, a biodiversity credit. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. It's on the learning curve, but I think you're you're going in the right direction, and it makes so much sense what you've actually created. You know, compared I, to I, a lot of the other investments. I, I don't know. What what I learned is this: is that we can only figure things out one step at a time. We can only strive to get you know become better, not perfect, but better. We can only you know try to you know, do what we can one day at a time. And, um, you know, and so I don't have an answer. You asking me what will this region future capital thing will become? I say, I don't know. I, I don't know. I know that it's something different. Um, I know that it feels good. And, and I know that we're trying to create something new. And we have a lot of faith behind it. We have a team of people that are very committed to the mission and they are very conscious that are very, that are not in just for the money. And, um, and look, there is nothing wrong with money. We we will make money. I will pay myself a pretty decent, you you know, uh, uh, compensation, but all my equity value and all my dividends are basically in the business. You know, they will stay there for, for my kids, for, for, for your kids, for, for the benefit of everybody, for the benefits of the planet and, and the people. And how do you make sure? Because like, this is beautiful. I know who you are. You're a fantastic father. You're a good man. But how do you make sure that doesn't get in the hands of the, the wrong people? Uh, 
I will figure that out also on the way. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. We are thinking about using a, a foundation structure, uh, holding the shares of Region Future Capital. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think those things, you know, as I go along, I will meet the, the right people that will, I will feel comfortable, you know, doing this or leaving them with what we have built. And at the end of the day, we are here just for a limited period of time. You have to trust that this will continue. You have to trust in the people that you leave behind to continue this. This is not a business that I'm going to sell. This is a business that I'm going to leave behind. I think with the team you inspire anyway, you know, anybody that gets on board is, you know, you're, you're after inspiring them already. And, you know, so you'll find the right people, definitely. Exactly. We just have to be aligned with the same purpose. And I think, I tell you, I saw some really very awakened people, young generation that are asking so many difficult questions that, I have trouble answering sometimes because I'm part of the old <laughs> generation. And, 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 you know, they, you know, they're, they're better than, they're better than us. I think in a lot like, of things, I think they're way more awake than, yeah. than we've been. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so if we pick a mix of those people and we will have a lot of young people working with us, you know, because we are doing it for them. So we want them to get involved at the, at, at the start, at the outset of this. And, um, you, you know, we'll, we'll leave it in the hands of these people when the time comes and trust that the universe is doing the rest. <laughs> I, learned, I learned that at some point I need to let go. I was such a control freak, you know, on every single aspect. And, and probably as I'm going to build this, I will still have that, you know, <laughs> wanting to control, wanting to put my ego into this. And, and I think at the end of the day, it's, um, you know, I, I learned that I need to let go. And, you know, if you want to build such a global organization, I, I won't be able to, you know, control every single bit. And, and You can't uh, micromanage this. You have to, you know, just have the people no. trust them and let them off. Yeah. And this is why it is an organizational model. It is an horizontal model and it will create satellites of region, you know, in different countries and in places. And, and they will have most likely their autonomy and they will, you know, with a central, um, you know, with, with a central, let's say, uh, uh, direction or guidance, you know, again, as I told you, you can see that I haven't figured that out <laughs> completely, but, you know, in principle, I think, you know, we want to empower communities, you know, we want to empower locals to, to do their jobs. And, and I think the central, um, I would say, you know, the central management will be there just to support, assist and, and help and, and create some of the services that will be needed at local level to, you know, to do their job. And uh, don't know what they are today, uh, well, that's a feeling, you know, it's, it's, it's my intuition and, and I'm sure it will change as I go along. So uh, what, what I know today is that I, I need to do the podcast with you and, and, and <laughs> that's what I know. And, and tomorrow is, is still far.
no, that's the way to do it. We just, we just adjust. We find out what's the next step and just make an adjustment and we know the next issue. And like, like you mentioned about the pension, because I know that from when I worked in Ireland, I had a pension fund and you get the report saying that, oh, it's going to, if it goes up by 8% or 6%, you'll have this. It never does. It's just constantly. So there's just 5% fees that they take out and they're just eating into it. So for me, if I could invest in something like that, 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 that makes way more sense. Because at the end of the day, they're just taking your money anyway. And to know that you can invest in something that's actually for the planet makes more sense. Yeah, I think in our, you know, one thought that I still need to discuss internally is that we, we set up a pension plan for our employees and colleagues, you know, that will reflect a little bit what we are investing in, you know. And, um, you know, so investing in nature, investing in technologies that, are going to clean the planet and, and um, you know, we're probably going to have our own pension plan, um, you know, which will be a mix of trading, investing in solar, wind, commercial technologies, you know, it will be probably mirroring a little bit of portfolio of what, what we're trying to create with the region. Um, you know, it's too early for me to, to start uh, putting granularity into this, but I think, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to, you know, we'll basically try to use that capital that will circulate to create a pension. Of course, we're going to take care of our people, you, you know, really well. And I mean, they, they are the ones that are making this happen. So I want to make sure that they have a really good pension that they can, you know, they don't have to worry about the future. Again, we are doing it for the future generation. I will be a fool if I'm not taking care of my, you know, my own people. So... Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And what kind of roadblocks, are, like what, what stumbling blocks trying to achieve what you're doing is, is happening? I think there's going to be many. I think there's going to be many because um, clearly when you try to change something, um, you face the resistance of, you know, what people are used to do. Yeah. So m- most of the time, people that are not working on themselves, they generally tend to repeat the past or, you know, so if you come from a family that used to do things in a certain way, you know, because your family basically teaches you to do things in a certain way, you continue to do that. So it's basically a a replica of, so, you you know, we are, we're basically faced with a lot of that, you know, and I know because I personally had to change and it was a lot of work. It still is a lot of work. You know, it's at least a couple of hours every day that I'm doing today to to really try to rewire my brain. And and it's a process. It takes time. So, you know, we will have to, you know, we will have to approach this with compassion. We will have to approach this with, uh, you know, a lot of patience and 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 work with people, you know. But not work saying, oh, this is wrong and I'm right, you know. Just work by showing them what we do. And it's a model of attraction. You know, it's, it's a model where we say, you know, this is what we, we're doing. This is what we found. Is there a way that we can try to do what you're doing better and, and work with them, you know? So we're not here to create, you know, wars of confrontation. I mean, I, I think people sometimes will probably react like that to what we're doing. Um, but I think I want to talk, you know, I just want to talk to these people. You know, I just want to see 
where we can get together. In, and because fundamentally, I truly believe that change is inevitable. Whatever you say you want, you know, I'm a true believer that, you know, I, today I believe in a higher power. You know, I believe in a universe. And the universe wants humanity to get better. So if we decide that we want to continue to go down, that's okay, but the path is up. So it's our decision when we're going to reverse this path. Yeah? The more we go down, the more pain we're going to experience. As you always say, pain leads to love. You know, so you know, hopefully we don't have to go into too much pain before we can find love. And that's, uh, you know, for an entrepreneur that is used to money to talk about all these things, I tell you, I had to learn everything about it because <laughs> there was nothing in this in my brain before I started. <laughs> Steep learning process again. But um, yeah, I, I think that's basically inevitable. So, you know, companies that are there that have got a business model that is not working, well, they're going to go on a self-destruction path. I mean, you, you know, and there is a solution. You know, we can do things differently, but we just need to come out of our brain. We just need to, you know, we just need to be open and willing to consider other things. The moment we are open and willing to consider other things, that's when the miracles happen. And then that's when we're going to start, you know, um, you know, thinking about things differently, you know, and um, openness, willingness, honesty, you, you know, and... You know, those are principles that if you sort of start adopting, they will allow us to think differently about the way we're doing things. Yeah. And, um, and look, as I said, it's about progress, not perfection. It's about getting on a path. It's about reversing the path and then doing the step at the speed that we can. You know, but, um, you know, what I know is that as the path is in front of us and we're really changing the direction, then, then I think the universe helps us. You know, then, then I think we find love. Love is the universe, and love is, you know, and that is that is ten times more powerful than any of us, even all together. I mean, definitely. I mean, you know, I'm this little. You know, even when I'm gonna have plenty of money in region, you know, I'm still that little compared to what's out there. And if you only follow the guidance, if you only follow the sign in front of us, if you only awaken, if you only look at what's in front of us, then we find the path. You know? And, Where um, I get inspiration from is when I see people waking up, the awakening, I say, they don't go back. You know, you will never return to your old self. And, you know, that gives me hope for the future because I'm seeing yeah. a lot more people that are actually having that shift. Yeah, and, and look... I truly believe that corporate that are going to be doing business the old way, they're going to be scared or, or they feel threatened. Okay, we've lost our guest. I'm just going to pause till he comes back. So we just had a small technical issue, but we're back. So Ricardo, you might just continue with that statement. Yeah, thank you, Roy. Um, it's definitely live, as you can see. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, we, we were talking about the corporates and the corporate world looking at uh, region future capital. What, what we we're saying is that clearly we're not here to be a threat. Uh, we are here to work with, um, you, you know, the corporate world to, to really try 
um, to see if w whatever we do can be helpful for them to be a, um, uh, a really a support and help for change. And, um, you know, so, so that's basically what, what I wanted to say to, to finish the, the discussion. Um, you know, clearly we're talking about changing a lot of things. You know, this is not going to happen, you know, in a year. It's going to happen over a long period of time. But again, you know, having experienced change myself, you know, it just starts with one person, you know. And if it starts with one person, then, um, then suddenly, you know, today it started with me. And then now today we are, you know, 30 people, you know, and it will be more. And um, like the ripple effect that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, it's the ripple effect. And, and you know, it doesn't have to be immediate. Uh, it's just a question of setting the direction and, uh, and, and working towards that direction, you know, together. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> and also, frankly, there's a, I mean, a lot of the corporates are doing some really good, interesting things. And there's plenty that we can learn as well you know, and we can adopt from, from them. So I, I see the learning process as a two-way, you know, game. And, um, you know, we, we are open to change. We, we are changing. Uh, we are the change. And um, we, 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 we are happy to incorporate a lot of the good stuff that is already, you know, out there. And, um, you know, and hopefully we'll, we'll help each other improving and, and, and setting you know, the, the right direction. So um, that's how I see it. At least. And I think with your, like your banking history as well, it allows you to kind of communicate in, in the language that the, and the right people, because at the end of the day, the investment <clears throat> bankers and everything there, if they can see this in the right light and start investing in that instead of the alternatives, it, you know, that's how we get in a big momentum on this. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I'm lucky because I had a mix of uh, banking, corporate, you know, entrepreneurial experience. And uh, I speak the same language of these corporates. Uh, I speak the same language of the entrepreneurs. Um, I understand the language of large investors because I was a private equity investor. Uh, so, you know, we are selling our plans to pension plans already. And, and, and sorry, yeah, pension plans, you know, people like Partners Group and, and, um, you know, so we, we understand all the language. Um, and I think, um, you know, uh, it's a question of, uh, you know, trying to set the right frequency and communicating in the same language and, and move forward together. Um, and we'd say like the NGOs, because you're going to work with the different NGOs, yes? Yeah, and I think that is also a different language. Yeah, like cause that's that, that's what I I'd like to ask you about because not all of them are are good, basically. And that how will you determine the right ones to work with? So you see, that is the perfect example of, um, and th thank you for mentioning it because that is a perfect example of something that I did that I was completely unaware of, or you know, didn't know much about NGOs. And, and I realized when, when I started looking at um, for example, in this, you know, some of these NGOs, specifically, I met uh, a group called Kiss the Ground in, in California. You know, I started learning um, what soil regeneration meant, you know, and still today I have some, you know, basic understanding, 
but you know through the experience and through knowing these people i start incorporating new elements in my knowledge you know and um, and i'm learning from them and and hopefully they learn from me and again you know the result is beautiful because we are able to combine both skills and um and that's how our initial work with them has has really resulted into um you know really imagining a carbon credit that could work for the soil regeneration is you know soil regeneration is the second largest cause of emission it's it's enormous and there is really no capital very little and uh the work that we need to do there is it's 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 big and so we need to invent uh you know a way and in that case it's all about going back to the past going back to what we used to do in in agriculture in farming uh, because at the moment of what, what is happening is that um, you know, the current model is not really working. It's not, um, it's not working anymore. It's not basically producing the, 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 the yield that it's supposed to do because of the use of genetically modified seeds and, and chemicals. Now, you know, I'm not going to point fingers to the guys that are, no, oh, you know, you, you corporate, this, you bad, you know, because you want to make money, you know, it just worked in the past. You know, and um, you know, and that's how we did things in the past. But it's not uh, what we should be doing in the future. You know, and so it's a bit of, you know, it's a bit of the decision of these corporates to to basically embrace an inevitable change. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, like, I think everyone is more conscious. And the beauty is, even with the corporations, there is people inside that want the change. And they're putting pressure as well. So there's no longer a case that they can be, they can ignore the people inside in the company. Yeah, and, and shareholders are adopting a lot of ESG policies. So they want to see results in that direction. They want to see transparency. They want to see honesty. They want to see, you know, all, all of that. And, and they want to see a model that is regenerative, you know, a model that, you know, has got a positive social impact. They, they don't want to see farmers sitting on the farms with the desert in front of them. You know, they don't want to see farmers getting to a point where they, the only option left is suicide. And I'm sure that, you know, corporates are made by people. You know, people have feelings. And I truly believe that even, you know, even the large corporates that are now going in a direction that is not working anymore, you know, they know inside that that's what is needed, you know? So we just need to leave behind the fear of change and, um, and adopt a new model progressively, little by little, step at a time. And, um, you know, and, and, and together try to understand each other and, and, you know, work through the timing, the areas, the solutions that are available so that, you know, we are progressively repositioning, even if it is a big company, you know, we are progressively repositioning a, um, you know, a model that is, is a normal model. And, uh, and there shouldn't be fear in, 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 in people to do that because, you know, it's part of the evolution and, and, and it will take care of itself. You know, it will create new opportunities, new jobs, new areas that we still cannot see possibly. Um, but 
you, you know, it's inevitable. It, you know, so if you need to experience more pain, well then, that's it, fine. But that pain will always take us to the same place, which is, um, which is basically a model that works, which is a model that is in line with love. It's a, it's a model that is in line with nature and, and, and the people that are part of it. Um, so, um, yeah, that's, that's what we're gonna try to do. It's, 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 a, it's a lot of work. It requires a lot of compassion, a lot of understanding. And we, you know, we're not gonna be pointing fingers. You know, I personally remember I was not, I was one of those people per, on a personal level that clearly was doing, you know, very well on a personal life. And, um, you know, and pointing fingers didn't really help. And uh, so I remember that compassion and understanding um, acceptance, you know, all, all of these things really, um, really helped. I, I managed to change. And um, so it's, it's all possible. We, we just need to believe it. And, um, and I think the, the mind is a, an incredible power because also the mind affects the heart. And, um, you know, they all work together. Um, and so um, if, 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 if the mind follows a little bit more the heart, you know, usually the outcome is better. And I totally agree with what you're saying. The act of forgiveness, don't go up for attack. And I think the model that you're going, doing is beautiful. And the person that's driving it, I know is the right man to do it because I know you personally, which makes it better. And I know that, you know, you really truly care and that's inspiring to see. And I know, I hope a lot of people get on board this to actually not make it that it takes X amount of years, but that we can multiply it to make it a lot faster to even, you know, to make it better for everybody. It will take time. It's inevitable, but, mm. but we just need to work together. That's all. Yeah. Listen, it's been fantastic. I really appreciate your time. So how can people get in contact with you? Um, well, I think uh, on our website, there is a link where, uh, they can contact via email uh, at an info address, info at regionfuturecapital.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn uh, personally. And also the, there is a company link. And, um, you know, we are open for business. So we are delighted to hear new ideas, new solutions, new technologies. And um, again, as I said before, we need to do it together uh, because... Uh, for humanity to survive, we need to reconnect with nature. Definitely. So, so thank you for giving me the space, you know, Roy, I appreciate it very much. And uh, I hope we can continue. Uh, I hope next time that I will be on, on this, I will be able to tell you about the things that we've done and the things that we're going to do. No, definitely. We're definitely <laughs> going to have a part two to this of the, 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 the different stages. And uh, yeah, we let people uh, update it on what's happening. Thank you very much, Ricardo. Okay. Thank you, Roy. So that's all for the Awakening uh, podcast. You can uh, find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. We also are on YouTube and BitChute, so be sure to give us a thumbs up. And on the podcast, give us a five-star rating, share with your friends, and until next week, take care. There's a time.